I just got back from AACon, from American Atheist Convention. It was actually a really good time. I have not really done the whole conference circuit thing up until fairly recently, but I went to, uh, let's see, I went to the SSA convention, I think back in July. Met a lot of really cool people. I met uh, Kevin Boyle and Ryan Bell and uh, just a bunch of really awesome people. I got to go to FFRFCon in California. That was really cool, too. Although it was a really young audience at FFRF. I really like what FFRF is doing a lot. I really respect the organization a lot. But I have some qualms. And and here, here's my issue, okay? This has been a, a, a problem across a lot of conventions. And AACon is not an exception to this. Although they are... They appear to be getting a lot better. Uh, here's my, my problem with FFRF specifically. They exclude YouTubers from everything. They don't get them involved at all. They don't want anything to do with them, really. They get podcasters in. They don't invite YouTubers. They don't want YouTubers involved. And it's kind of strange. I don't understand why, because at FFRF... Most of the people were older. They were like 70 plus years old. And that is not a sustainable business model. Getting all of your donations and your support and everything from a younger generation, or I'm sorry, an older generation, that is not a sustainable business model. You have to bring in younger people to keep your organization going. Now, I, like I said, I respect what FFRF does so much. They send lawyers around the country to deal with uh, legal cases in which religious people overstep grossly. So they'll, you know, if somebody uses state funds, if a senator or something uses um, state money or federal money to put up religious symbols, FFRF goes around and sues them. They can't use my tax dollars to do that. It's against the law. Separation of church and state. So that's what FFRF does. They focus heavily on that. But like I said, their user base or their their member base is very, very old. So I show up there with a couple of other YouTubers, Genetically Modified Skeptic and Holy Kool-Aid. We go there, and we have our finger on the pulse of the YouTube community. We are the bridge between the YouTube community and the Freedom From Religion Foundation. We can help them grow. We can help them build their stuff and bring in younger people we can advise them on social media we can shout them out there's a lot that we could do for their organization and what do they do they ignored us they completely ignored us they wouldn't even talk to us the leadership would not even talk to us they talked to us just as like regular people just as regular attendees didn't weren't interested in any kind of help that maybe we could offer them, or anything. 
And I'm not even asking for like a payment or anything. Personally, I just want to help this organization. I just want to build the movement and, and make their organization grow. That was my only goal behind it. And they, they just kind of tossed us aside. It was disappointing because they do a lot of good work and, and it's work that I don't do. I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how to do that stuff. We need this organization and we need it to grow, but they aren't accepting help when it's offered to them. And it's so incredibly disappointing to me. Well, AACON, American Atheists, historically, they've kind of been that way too. You know, last year at this time, I was at 30,000 subscribers or somewhere in there. That's still pretty big. That's not tiny. That's not miniature. I'm at 125,000 now, almost. But I could have still done some work for them, for any, for any of these conferences. I could have helped them. I knew what I was doing last year at this time with YouTube. I knew how to work the algorithm and things. I know about social media marketing. And I still did have an audience, a decent-sized audience. But none of these conferences were really into it last year. Um, and that's what disappointed me so much. But this year, they've actually, very recently, American atheists have apparently, like, kind of changed out their entire leadership. Like, uh, they've got a new president, they've got a new vice president, Debbie Goddard, really, really nice lady. She is the shit. I love Debbie to death. Uh, but, you know, they've changed out, like, a lot of leadership recently. And as a result, they, they invited me, they gave me a press pass to go to American Atheist Convention 2019. And so that's where I've been for the past, like, four days. I went there on Wednesday, just got back today. So I figured I'd tell you guys a little bit about it. Uh, it was just absolutely fantastic. It was a fantastic convention. Honestly, I didn't know any of the speakers, not a single one. I think I knew Anthony Magnabosco. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. He talks about street epistemology and stuff a lot. Um, but I think it was like a workshop. He had a workshop. It wasn't even like a speaking event. Uh, I knew, let's see, I knew Phil Ferguson. He also had a speaking event. And I knew the guys from Talk Heathen and The Atheist Experience because those are kind of YouTube things um, slash podcasts. But that's about it. I didn't know any of the other speakers. And that reflects an issue that you find a lot in kind of the conference circuit is exclusion uh, of YouTube faces. There are a lot of big YouTube people who could help and bring in a younger crowd. And that's exactly what they're reaching for. Now, American Atheists, this is their first year dipping their toes in. I understand why they didn't have a speaker uh, from YouTube or something. But they gave us press passes. That's a big deal. That's a big step in the right direction. I'm real happy with, with that step. They gave us a table where we could sell merchandise and meet fans and all of that other stuff. And it was just awesome. But, you know... So here's the bottom line. Here's my assessment. Here's how I feel about American atheists. I 
I believe in this organization too. And I honestly would feel the same about them as I do FFRF where, you know, they're kind of ignoring us and, you know, not bringing us in. They're just trying to get what they can out of us. I'd feel the same way about them as I do FFRF if it weren't for the fact that they invited us there this time and talked to us. The vice president sat in our room and chatted with us all night. She is just the shit. Debbie is awesome. She was like sleep deprived because she'd been running the conference and she was just exhausted. But she sat in there and she just chatted with us all night long and she did not have to do that. So I'm just like, I'm really honestly happy with American atheists and the direction that they appear to be going. I know like a lot of conferences and a lot of like nonprofits like that have been running on magazine subscriptions for like decades and decades. They've been, that's how they survive. That's how they bring money in magazine subscriptions and donations. And that model is just dying. That's the bottom line. It's a dying model. You're not going to be able to keep the magazine subscription business going for much longer. So you're going to have to find another way to bring money in. Um, now, like I said, Debbie seems to be totally on top of things. She knows what she's doing, or at least she knows what she needs to do, and she knows how to get there. I think she's aware that she needs to start working on social media presence, but they have a, like a Facebook page of like 330,000 followers or something like that. And they aren't really utilizing it properly. They have like, I don't think they even have like a YouTube channel. They might have a YouTube channel. They aren't really utilizing it properly, but that's what the future is going to be. That's what people are doing right now is YouTube, Facebook, social media in general. And that's where FFRF and American Atheists and others are going to have to move if they're going to survive. And like I said, I so deeply want to see them survive. So that's my assessment of it on like, a, that's my assessment of it on a business level, on a corporate level, if you will. On a personal level, I, I just had an awesome time. I met a lot of fans there. I sold a lot of merchandise, but honestly, I was really only there to meet fans. Like, I think I only brought, like, three stickers with me that I could sell. Because my primary, primary concern was meeting people and, you know, networking and getting to know fans and things like that. And I did do some of that. It was really awesome. I also got to hang out with Holy Kool-Aid and Genetically Modified Skeptic all weekend. That was a lot of fun too, hanging out with them. Um, played a lot of Smash Bros for the Switch. I actually have some pictures that could probably put up. I'll, I, I put them up on Twitter, but we went out to eat and we got to meet Matt Dillahunty. Matt Dillahunty's pretty awesome. He's an awesome dude. Um, also met Aaron Ra and Seth Andrews and some others. 
You know, honestly, I've never met or talked to Matt Dillahunty before this trip, but he's a really good guy, too. Uh, we went to Skyline Chili, and he did these magic tricks for us. I sat right across from him, and he had these rubber bands and was doing all these magic tricks. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, I still, like, I, he gave me one of the rubber bands, and I still have it around my wrist, but, you know... For those of you who may not know who Matt Dillahunty is, he is, uh, let me just pull up his YouTube channel real quick. Um, he was originally on the Atheist Experience. In fact, he's still on the Atheist Experience. And that's kind of his claim to fame. The Atheist Experience is like a live call-in show that was on public access TV for like decades until fairly recently, I think just a few years ago, they got kicked off of the public access show, and now they're enti- they're exclusively online. I think it's exclusively YouTube. I could be wrong there, but uh, yeah, they do public access. I'm sorry, they do call in stuff, and he is kind of a jerk sometimes. Not a big fan of that, but you know, he's been pretty rude to some people. I really don't like that at all, but he knows his stuff when it comes to like logic and rationality and reasoning and debating. Really, really good at that stuff. His personal channel has 114,000 subscribers. He, I don't think he po- he posts there very often. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, it looks like yeah, reasonably often, I guess he does. Um, but... He's got a lot to say. He's a really fascinating guy. And he's very, very knowledgeable. I learned everything I know about logic and and things like that from the atheist experience. So that's where I started to learn about it, was from the atheist experience, the, the, the show on YouTube. Of course, that's not a representation of how well-known he is, because he's actually way better known than I am, but... Um, I'm glad that I'm kind of in the same ballpark as, as Matt Dillahunty. That's kind of nice to know. But anyway, yeah, all things considered, AACon was just like a really good time. It was just a really awesome trip. I really loved it. I loved hanging out with Debbie Goddard. I loved hanging out with Matt Dillahunty. I, I mean, it was just a fantastic time. So... That's all I really wanted to say about it. I'm thinking about doing like a full-blown video on American atheists, like their history and where they are now and and all of it. Um, Because it's actually a really, really interesting story. In fact, I'll give you guys a little information on it now. The person who started American Atheists, let me just find out here, Her name was Madeline Murray O'Hare, and I couldn't be wrong here. I'm pretty sure that she was famously murdered. She started American Atheists, and then I think she was murdered in, like, 1996. And they made, like, a movie about it. Apparently the movie wasn't super top-notch, but anyways, it was still really, really fascinating story. Uh, She died September 29th, 1995 in San Antonio, Texas. This is the organization that was run by David Silverman, and David Silverman doesn't have a super great reputation right now. Uh, But 
they've got new leadership. So it's something to think about. If you guys want to check them out, then you can check them out. Uh, I really love their conference. I think they did a really great job with it, and they're moving in the right direction. So it, it is something to think about. Uh, first up from Emily, how do you feel about many YouTube family vlog channels with their religious undertones? Mm. How do I feel about family vlog channels with their religious undertones? Kind of annoying. Um, but, you know, honestly, I don't even really care that much about religious people. It does not matter to me if, if you want to be religious. My... The hill I want to die on isn't about, isn't like being religious. It's about being an extremist. Like, if you believe that Noah's Ark is a real literal story, that's an issue for me. I want to see if we can move you closer to uh, reality, basically. Um, so, ultimately, I would like to see fewer kind of BS religious undertones to things for the most part, but I'm not going to complain as long as you're not an extremist. Okay, go. Uh, do you have another one? Uh, yeah, we got lots more. Awesome. Uh, PJ was asking, what languages do you know and what languages would you like to learn? Interesting question. Um, I don't actually know any foreign spoken languages. Uh... I, I know enough Spanish that I can kind of a little bit get by for the most part. I don't know. Not really. Just a little bit. Um, I took French in high school, but it's really nothing to speak of. Uh, let's see here. Other than that, I, I know sign language. I learned that from my congregation, like from my Jehovah's Witness congregation. Um... I used to sit down in, like, they used to have these big conventions, like 3,000 to 10,000 people, depending on the area and, and the time of year and things. And they would have the the floor, like, down on the floor level, as opposed to in the bleachers. They would have a handicapped section. And a lot of the time, deaf people would sit down there on the floor section and they'd have um they would have sign language interpreters basically signing to the deaf people signing the entire convention to them now as a jehovah's witness you're kind of obligated to learn a new language that's the goal they, they want you to learn new languages so that you can preach to other people pretty much, especially if you're in an area that uses other languages. Like, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for a little while, and there was a, a large number of Spanish-speaking people there. And so there were lots of Spanish congregations of Jehovah's Witnesses. So there were a lot of people, a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses learning Spanish. Uh, but yeah, I, mostly in my area in West Virginia... There weren't really any other languages. It's almost entirely English. So people would pretty much speak. Uh, so they would all learn sign language. And, and I did learn sign language for that reason. So uh, do you have one more? Yeah. Yeah, we got one more. Uh, this one was from Omega. How long did it take you before you started wishing people happy holidays once you got out of the JWs? Oh, give me a second. I'm, I'm actually 
something just beeped at me. Okay, sorry. How long was it uh, before I started wishing people happy holidays? I don't remember exactly how long it was before I started saying happy holidays, but I'll tell you this. I refused to go out, like, for Halloween. I refused to go out trick-or-treating with Kylie for, like, a long time because I felt like it was just a bad holiday, you know? And so her mom would take her every year. And they would tell me I couldn't eat any of the candy unless I came with them. Well, one year, I finally, I think it was probably three years in. So, let's see, I was 18 my first year, I think. Yeah, I was 18 my first year, 19 my second year, 20 my third year. I think maybe my third year, maybe when I was like 20 years. No, well, let's see, Kylie was born when... You know what? Uh, I may have been like 23 before it finally happened. Before I finally went trick-or-treating with Kylie. Uh, It was just, it it felt wrong to do. Like, even after I'd kind of given up on my beliefs mostly, it still felt wrong to do for a long time. And now it's my favorite holiday. I just love Halloween. It's like, just the greatest. But anyway, do you have one more? I'll take probably just one more. Sure. Uh, Coke Boy was asking who you mained in Smash. I play Link a lot. Uh, Link is pretty good, and he's in basically he's in every single Smash, so it's perfect. But in the newest one, I've been playing Cloud, so I I vary between them. Either one works. Uh, I love Final Fantasy VII. It's just a fantastic game, and I that, that it is the reason why I got Smash Ultimate was because Cloud was in it. Well, it's the reason why I got it the very first day it came out. Uh, it was because Cloud was in it, and I'm such a huge fan of Final Fantasy VII. So their marketing tactics worked in that case. But yeah, that's who I play. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool game. Really big fan of that game. I wanted to just take a quick look through some of my uh, comments because I had some really weird comments through here. Uh, let's see here. Somebody left like a whole bunch of comments. Yeah, okay. Sunshine Mullins has been, like, uh, apparently leaving spam comments or something. I don't know. I haven't really read them yet. They said, we're on the video Kingdom Hall crashing. How to protest Jehovah's Witnesses. And Sunshine Mullins said, I don't hear no words of God at Kingdom Hall, so I know preaching over liars stay. I do not know what that means. I wish I did. It sounds super fascinating, if only I knew. Then we've got, I also heard a cow represents a dumb six animal. Oh my God, I believe I seen a cow. I don't understand what they're saying at all. I, they, okay, it says, I, they say words not even spoken or taught by no one, just the liars at church. Oh my God, I heard and liar, but the liar don't shut up. This means dumb. I know I heard. Yeah, there's no punctuation in here. That's why it's just a big long string of words. Dud Sharon here six Jesus why does she say I say one word Jehovah I've obtained everlasting life judgment B day happened by Dud not no beer brother says all Catholics are walking alive but dead God fuck dumb B yeah I don't know I am so fucking lost right now I I have no clue what's happening this is the most confusing thing I've ever read in my life let's just read some read some regular ones. 
Uh, let's see. Got an ad for something called Pure Flix, guessing a Christian movie service. I'm an atheist that was born into a Pentecostal church and left after reading the entire Bible and pointing out the hypocrisy of that church. It's a good point. I find it fascinating that, uh, that Pentecostals, the thing that differentiates them from traditional Christianity, really, is the verses at Mark 16, Mark uh, chapter 16. I think it's like verses 9 through 16 or something. And those are universally known to be fakes. Those were added hundreds of years later by monks, not by the apostles or anybody of any kind of relevance. But they based their entire religion off of it. That's where you get speaking in tongues and falling out in the spirit, snake handling, uh, drinking poison, and all kinds of other weird stuff. So, And that's it kind of sets a tone for... Uh, for Christianity in those faked verses. I talked about this a little bit in my video the other day, so you guys should give that a watch if you haven't seen it. Uh, Nora the Witch says, Could you possibly create an updated video on Wicca and other uh, neo-pagan religions? Yeah, I may do that. It's probably about time. We'll see. It's just, they're really, really difficult to research, actually. They're really hard to research because it's kind of so scattered. That's why I haven't really. Yoshi Yahoo says, just don't create any humans with sin and be done with it. If God created everything, he created sin. That's a good point. Or, alternatively, God could just, like when Adam and Eve sinned, he could have quarantined them and neutered them and spayed them or whatever and just not let them reproduce, created a new breeding pair. There you go. You just saved... A hundred billion people who will die throughout history, up to this point at the very least. But instead he just lets it happen, then goes through this outrageous process of killing his son or himself, depending on how you believe, to appease himself, instead of just forgiving. And who's really to blame here? He put the damn tree in the garden. It's just an outrageous story. It blows my mind. Okay, let's see. One more uh, like little section here. Isn't playing... As, okay, so 555 in this video. Isn't playing as an animal whose species is different to, your sinful, to you sinful or something? Weird. Okay. Basically, God is procrastinating salvation. Evangelicals are the ones who insist Mormons aren't really Christian, which pisses a lot of Mormons off. Yeah, honestly... Who cares? It's a category. If you believe in Jesus and you follow his teachings, you're a Christian. Who cares? Is it really that big of a deal that you are the only true Christian? Give me a break. It really does not matter. Like, it's a descriptor. It's a word that people use to describe uh, certain ideas or things. It's a category. You are not the only true Christian. That's not how that works. You can't be the only Christian. It's too broad. It's not a group. It's a category. Let's see. My mom was raised Pentecostal, and the entirety of my mom's side is Pentecostal. My mom hated all the strict rules and raised me as non-denominational Christian. She's raising my siblings Catholic now. I'm an atheist. Religion is bullshit to control people and put people down. Yeah, I agree. It is 
bullshit, and it's used to control people and put them down. It's interesting that she jumped to Catholic because Catholics and Protestants generally have this big battle between each other. Like, they do not like each other. They don't like dealing with each other. And that's especially evident in some parts of Europe. Uh, I don't remember if it's North Ireland or if it's just Ireland, but there's a huge problem with segregation, basically. Catholics and Protestants self-segregate. That's why you hear the term, I'm an Irish Catholic, because that's a, a massive part of their identity. They aren't just Irish, they're Irish Catholic. It's really important to append that to the end. Why don't we take some guests? Uh, the first person on the list is Empress Queen of Snacks. Are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah. I was just, oh. Hey. Yeah, I'm here. How's it uh, going? Uh, it's all good. So, we've never talked before, have we? Uh, I think we have, but not on the podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so tell me, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious? I'm not religious anymore. But I remember, I don't remember what religion I was, mm. but I did go to a Christian school. Which country are you in? Is it like a European country or is it the U.S.? Yeah, I'm from, I'm from the U.K. Okay, the U.K., interesting. A Christian school, I know the U.K. is like largely not really religious for the most part. Is that right? Or have you seen a different side of it? I've seen, I've seen many religious people. Really? I... Most of my friends are atheists, mm. but uh, oh, I you've do, seen a lot of religion there. I, I've I think there's a like a balance, like a good, a decent balance, I would say. Yeah, that's interesting. And by the way, I wanted to mention, uh, you've been a staff member for like a really long time, haven't you? I've been I've been a staff member for like a few months. I remember. Right. Well, I appreciate the help with everything. I remember seeing you around and talking to you a little bit. In fact, I think when I hit 100,000 subscribers, I actually mentioned you in the the video I did. So that's pretty cool. Thanks for helping out. I'll check, I'll, I'll check that video again in a bit. Okay. Memory. <laughs> that's fine. But anyways, so you don't know what denomination it was uh, that you uh, were? I think my parents... Could, I. I could quickly check the website, but I don't think it's. Oh, says I wouldn't worry too anything. much about it. Uh, what was it like growing up in that religion? In that you said you went, it was a Christian school, right? Yes. What was it like? Tell me about it. Well, we did learn about multiple things, but I found it mainly annoying. I found the church part mainly annoying because mm. we had to go. It's like we got we did go out to le out to lessons like during lesson time sometimes, but sometimes we had to go after school. Mm. Like, like when it was dark out. Like you're, you had to go to school after it was dark. You mean? Yeah, it was pretty dark. That's time. weird. And what? Uh, we had to go to the church because there was an actual church which was attached, not attached to, but close by. Mm. That is bizarre. What for? Like, was it like a sermon or something? For like church events. Like I remember that. I remember one, and it was like a. Uh, but that's not even actually. Okay, it was good to like events. I think mainly the Christmas one. Mm. But what made it what made it worse we had to wear blazers. Mm. It's not comfortable either. They were like itchy. Blazers, Extremely right? Itchy blazers. I yeah. I don't wear blazers very often. I have I mean I wear suits from time to time. 
But typically, if I'm wearing something, it's uh, it's gonna be like a button-up shirt usually. But I only, yeah, I only wear I only wear blazers now because my my new school, which isn't a Christian school, mm. uh, just basically has just basically makes us wear it. Mm, that sucks. I remember that in the Christian school, not everyone was Christian. There was like a few, like I think Muslims. Oh really? Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why they would be sent there. I think maybe law. Oh it was really? Also pretty, okay. It was also a pretty good school, except for like I missed out a good like year or two of French, mm. simply because I we had a substitute and I yeah it was a year of French because we had a substitute. Mm. And I, he sang songs mainly. Not gonna lie. Right, is French particularly useful in your area? Like, are there a lot of French speakers in your area? You oh think? no, this is West London. No one speaks French here. Mm, I I felt I, when I when I got into like uh, my secondary school now, I I never got I never got past a one in French. Mm. So I, I dropped it in year nine. So. Right. I think I took French in high school. Uh, it, you know, it's been so long since I took French or any other language. Really. I, 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 uh, I did French while it was mandatory, but when I dropped it, I uh, dropped it as soon as I could. Mm. Why is that? You didn't really like it, or what? What was the deal? I didn't like it, and I didn't understand it. Mm. Yeah. I relied on I relied on Google Translate, and I still failed. Right. Um. Yeah, I just, languages aren't really my thing either, I don't think. Like, I've been into uh, software for, like, a long time, so I pick up, like, other programming languages and things really quickly and easily, but, like, spoken or written languages are just not me at all. It's so difficult. Uh, but, anyway, have you ever thought about, like, taking French again, trying to pick it up, or...? Not French, but like some possibly some other languages. Mm. What like do you have me in mind? Uh, if I did, I'd probably be like, I would like Russian, Romanian, Serbian, or Amharic. Okay, that would be cool. Do you think those would be useful in your area, or why would you want to learn them? Uh, not at all. I just, I just like like I just like the country of Russia, Serbia, Romania, and Ethiopia. Mm. Yeah, those are pretty cool languages. Like, Russian has, like, a really distinct sound to it. I think it's, uh, what's it called? Is it called Cyrillic something? It's a certain type of, uh, it's based on a certain type of sound, certain type of language. I don't know. I don't know enough about, like, languages to really speak to it. But oh, it this, does. This also, this also reminds me I want to learn Thai because I, okay, I, yesterday I returned from a trip to my, uh, grandparents house mm. and uh they had a plate which basically had a memory of them while they were in thailand mm. i sort of want to experience that as well and go to thailand mm. yeah i've heard a lot about thailand that would be pretty cool uh holy kool-aid a uh, buddy of mine he he's a youtuber too i don't know if you know him, but anyway he lived in thailand for like a long time um it's pretty crazy. Dude is, like, really well-traveled. I can also think of, like, one to two more languages I could possibly want to learn because mm. I have family in the region, mm. which would be Cornish and Welsh. Cornish? I don't know that one. Uh, Cornwall. Huh. Okay. I didn't... 
I didn't know that was a language. That's crazy. I think it's Cornish. Right. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yes, yes, Cornish language. That's cool. Do you know anything about it now, or? Uh, I don't. I know it's Celtic. I I know. Oh, okay, that that's cool. Right. So let me ask you this then: um, Do you still believe, at, like, in God or anything like that? I don't believe in God at all. How do and you? And if I did, mm-hmm. well, if if I did, I probably wouldn't worship it anyways, because going by the Bible, God's just a war criminal. Yeah, that's very true. He is. What do your parents think about that? Do they know? I don't, they, they either don't know or they don't care. Mm, they probably wouldn't care mm. that much then, huh? I don't think they would. I thought I've, I've, I've of doing some voice training before this, but I just got lazy. Say again. I thought of like doing something to make my voice like sound more like I want to before this, but eh, it's, it's too late for that. What, uh, what would that involve, and how do you want to sound? Oh, it's more feminine, I guess, and it would involve like, yeah, I have, I'm in a server for it. It's like uh, involve some things about uh, larynx, 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 yeah, larynx. Okay, I see. No, that's that's like larynx heightening. You have to. Oh, got you right. Interesting. I don't know anything about how that works, but have you done a whole lot of research on it? I haven't done much because I've, because the time when I've joined the server and from now I sort of forgot about it. Plus me being somewhat busy. Mm, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I'm also very busy, so I understand. Although I've never really tried to do the larynx training stuff. But it's mainly because, because uh, you know I'm not born a female, stuff like that. Mm, right. When did you realize that you were a female? I actually, it actually is because of the server. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, I'm, okay, I was sort of dumb. And I thought that, like, a def- like general dysphoria was like a 24-7 constant thing. You have to have 24-7. Hmm. No, it's not. It's not that. Interesting. What is uh, it? I, just so the audience knows, because I don't know a whole lot about it. What have you picked up about it? Like gender dysphoria and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Uh, gender dysphoria is just gender. Yeah, I'll look up. On, I'll just quickly get Google definition real quick. Gender dysphoria is the stress a person experiences as a result of the sex and gender they were die they were assigned at birth. Mm. People tend to think it means hating yourself. I find I seem. That's like the main crowd. Of like you don't need to to be trans group. Like it's just that. You don't need to hate yourself to be trans when gender's voice not hating yourself, mm. really. That's interesting. I have never experienced it at all, and so I can't relate to it at all. And I mean, like, most most people would not, because right. it's, like, a pretty rare mental condition. Well, I know that um, I know somebody, uh, I guess I won't say who, but anyways, I know somebody who told who said that they couldn't stand to take a shower because they felt like their body was wrong, and I can't even imagine what that would be like. That oh, must I, be I know, rough. I know, 
well, Genesis Fire has different levels, but uh, I do know one person. I do like know like one to two people which don't like taking showers really. Mm. Also, I got the date. It was uh, tenth of December. Oh, is that when you realized? Yeah. That's cool. Interesting. Well, well, te- te- well, technically, it was when I realized that I was being dumb. Oh, right. And I had somewhat thought I was... I, thought, I didn't think I was fully male for, like, months before. I mm. don't really count that because I didn't focus on anything back then. Right. Yeah, sometimes it takes some time to come to terms with your situation and how you really feel about things, you know? But it's like religion has a tendency to force people to repress feelings and ideas that they wouldn't otherwise repress, you know? I I do know some transphobic people and, like, homophobic people in my school. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's why I ain't out of the closet. Oh, really? You're not? You you just... No, not, not not IRL at all. How do you feel about that? Like not being able to be out. I it's not I'm not able to be out. It's more that I don't know what would happen. Mm. That's what I actually. That's that's what I fear most. Not knowing what will happen. Yeah. That's what. Hmm? I plan to stay in the closet for like at least a yearish more yeah. until like summer. Right. Well, I can't even imagine what the situation is like. I do hope that it goes well. And either way, you know, you've got the support of everybody on this server, including myself. Yeah. So I, I know that my sister probably would be accepting, mm. but I don't know about... I know some most of my friends would be, but I, like, I just don't deal with people in my school most of the time. Yeah. Well, kids can be assholes to say the least they're not they're not even kids they're, they're pretty much adults how old like 14 15 16 well as we're in year six most people are not year six we're in year 10 mm. so most people are like 15 14 gotcha like they're pretty much all 15 by now mm. and like by next year we'll already see a few people who are 16 yeah well, I know that, I, th- that can be a pretty rough situation either way. I know it's not going to be pleasant. Well, but... it, might, it also might just seem more because I know one person which is pretty open about it. Mm. And uh, I remember hearing something about them. And this is the sad part. Actually, I don't know it's true because I don't know if it's true, but I also can't confirm it's false. Right. Because I wouldn't be surprised if one of them said, I wouldn't be surprised if this person said that they w- would kill the son if they were gay. That's that's something they apparently said. Really, really disappointing. I just hate to hear that shit. And uh, it, it makes me wonder, is it like... I'm going to have to move on in a second, but I was going to say, yeah. I wonder if it's like... If it's religious stuff making people feel that way or if it's kind of an inherent thing, like people have this fear of change or fear of being different or something. I wonder if it's well, that. I'm going to... Well, I know, I know you know switch, so I'm going to quickly say that uh, yeah. there is many religious people of many different religions, like Christians, Muslims, in yeah. the school. It's a somewhat mix, mm. but you you know 
you do know a few people in the LGBT community, yeah. but I've never met them. Mm. I know, I know some people who are, but I've never met them really. Right. So I don't know what happens near them, or if it's just my class which seems more hateful. At least, or at least the people I know right. that are more hateful. Because I, okay, one final story actually. Uh. A friend had a debate around non-binary people. Yeah. And there was one person disagreeing, one person agreeing. It changed to, like, two people disagreeing, one person disagreeing. And, like, I've a, f- a day later, same class, they start talking about age dysphoria to basically make fun of gender dysphoria and stuff like that. Are you worried that... All right, this very last question, and then I will move on. Are you worried about the outcome, or do you think that things will turn out okay when you finally about out? About people in my school or family? Both. One, one, family first. People in my... Oh, family. Uh, family. I think it... I think it would be decent. Mm. It wouldn't go... I, I know I'm I'm prepared for it to all go downhill, but I would expect it to be at least be decent. Mm. But at school, it's completely opposite. You think it's going to be a train wreck? In some parts, yes. Mm. I I know a few people that would be accepting, like my friends, probably ex- be accepting because yeah. none are really religious, and the one religious person is very accepting of LGBT. LGBT people to a point where I think he talks about it too much. Right. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Well, at least it's better than being. Uh, it's better, better than, than rejecting, right? Better than saying deaf to gay people. Yep. I guess. And on that note, I am gonna have to move on. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me, though. It's been an interesting conversation, and I'll talk to you around the server. Okay. See ya. All right. Yeah, I, I, I can't identify with that struggle. I can't identify with the problem, you know? Um, I wish I could, but the best I can do is to be there and be supportive because I haven't been through it myself. But I will be supportive, as, as supportive as I can be through all of it. So good luck to not just you, but... To anybody who is going through that type of situation right now, I genuinely, I cannot even imagine what it's like to have to face that situation. Let me just see if I can get Emily, who's next on the list. Are you there, Emily? Can you hear me? I can. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. So we haven't talked on the podcast before, have we? Uh, No. What religion were you originally? Are you still religious? Um, so I was raised Catholic. You were but, raised Catholic. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't really believe in it anymore. But I still, you know, uh, with my parents' requests, do, you know, like at dinner, pray and stuff like that. But right. we're not like serious, serious about anything. Interesting. So, like, was it extreme when you were growing up? Has it gotten more moderate, or have you always kind of been pretty moderate? Um, well, very, very long. My biological father was definitely more serious about it. He made me go to church and stuff, and I I never really cared. I was just like, okay, whatever. 
uh, as for my mom, you know, she has her sayings this and that, but she was never like pushing it on me. It was just kind of like a thing. I was just like, oh, this is a thing, you know? Right. Interesting. So what was it like? Like, tell me about the mass, because I've never actually been to like a Catholic service before. What's it like when you go there? Uh, you just walk in, you have to like put your hand in this like thing of, you know, quote unquote, holy water mm. and do like the cross. And I, I don't know. And then there's like organs playing and you have to pray and it sounds like singing, but it's praying and it's weird. <laughs> Very interesting. I've heard that there's like a lot of chanting and praying and repeating phrases and things like that. Does that sound right for your church or was it like that for uh, yours? I think so. I mean, I haven't been in a pretty long time, but mm. based on what I do remember, yeah, it sounds like it. Mm. So you don't really go anymore. I guess it's kind of like a every Easter or every holiday kind of thing for you. Is that right? Um, No, not really anymore. Really? You don't go even on the holidays anymore, huh? Uh, no. I, I now live in uh, a different state with my mom and my stepfather, mm. uh, and they don't, like, force me to go to church or anything like that. Oh, okay. That's nice, right? Yeah, definitely. So, I guess it was, like, your father originally who was Catholic and was trying to push it? Yeah, uh, me and myself, I just thought like it was just something I had to do. I didn't know anything about, you know, free will and stuff. Yeah. So I, I always just saw the Bible as more of just a storybook than anything, than a right. sacred uh, literature. So I never really paid too much attention. Right. Very cool. So how do you feel about religion now? You just you, or you don't believe it, I assume. Um, it's a complicated like i believe maybe there's something but i don't know like i don't completely believe it but maybe there is something i don't know sure sure that makes sense yeah so uh yeah but i started watching your channel probably uh, roughly six months ago maybe and i started like understanding more and kind of believing like huh what is all this i did not know about any of this and now i'm starting to like definitely how do I explain what I'm trying to say here? Like, uh, I don't, I believe less, if that makes sense. Right, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you that you came across my channel. What was the thing that kind of got you, what, how did you find my channel in the first place? Was it just like recommended one day on your homepage or something? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe I watched. Wait, I lost you. Are you there? Test? Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I did. What was it you said? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was watching something at four in the morning. Who knows? But all right. of a sudden, I saw one of your uh, Caleb and Sophia videos in my recommended. I'm like, huh? Like I've heard about Jehovah's Witness. I know that uh, at my old middle school, like right next door, there was uh, a Kingdom Hall. Right. So, and I never knew what that JW meant. I was like, what? What's that? Is that like a like what is that? And yeah. um, but I never paid no mind. And I saw it, and I started like learning more about it, and I became invested. Um. And I was like, huh. That is awesome. What the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know that like they've gotten like a lot of shit for uh, basically pushing that logo down people's throats. And here's my real issue with them. Like 
they talk shit about Catholics, how they're always saying Catholics have um, like cross necklaces and that's uh, idolatry. It's basically what they're saying. It's idolatry to have a cross necklace. And then they have tie clips with JW.org on them, their logo. It's like such rich hypocrisy. It's ridiculous. But yeah, they've been pushing that. Like it's on every kingdom hall from here to Texas. So it's kind of kind of crazy. But yeah, yeah, like, have you looked into Jehovah's Witnesses past that? Like, have you done any other reading on them or anything like that? Um, not like the history or anything like that. But like, I've just yeah. watched, you know, your videos and gotten like that oh, that's surface cool. of what it really is kind of like. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, I try to communicate like almost what the culture is like from the inside but it's so hard to for example i was never a mormon it's really hard to communicate what the culture is like if you've never been on the inside of the religion so i try to communicate like what the culture is like for it but it's really difficult to do adequately you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's just one of those things, but anyway. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you ended up coming on and talking to me. I'm going to move on to another person, but uh, maybe we'll talk again one of these days, okay? Yeah, sounds great. All right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Jehovah's Witnesses are kind of weird about like their logo and stuff, and I find it kind of comical because you know I, I just pointed that fact out that they rip on Catholics for wearing cross necklaces and they like for being idolatry and then they sell tie clips with their logo on them. I mean, it's just hypocrisy. I have nothing against them selling merchandise at all. I have nothing against them making money off their merchandise. I honestly, I have nothing against them putting their logo on their merchandise. Really? I I have nothing against that. The issue is them complaining and screaming idolatry about every other religion out there and some mundane thing and then doing the exact same thing. So anyway, let's see if we can get PJ on and see if this is working. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello. Hey, let's give that another try. So you were saying that you, there isn't much of a Jewish community in your area, right? No, not at all. So tell me about um, it. Like, how how did you become Jewish if there isn't much of a community in that area? So you really can't convert into Judaism. Mm. You can, but, like, it's very, very small. Mm. Um, we, like, don't really allow converts. So the only way to become Jewish is either to marry in or to have a mother who is Jewish. I didn't know and that you I, could marry into it. Um it's like, oh, go on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. So my mother's Jewish, and that's how I'm Jewish. Okay. Would your father be considered Jewish or just you? Just me. If my father believed, then he would be. Okay. Uh, why uh, is it difficult to convert in? Do you know? Um, Because they're like we're not really allowed to proselytize we have a really big ban on proselytizing really um yeah and there's like this saying within the 
Jewish community. You do not want to become Jewish because we have too many rules. So, like, we really, like, converts, I guess, would mm. be the word. Very fascinating. Like, what kinds of rules do you have to deal with, do you think, that that aren't great? That you, Which rules would you rather see kind of removed if you could? Um... I don't know. Because, like, I've always grown up with them, so, like, yeah. I don't really see a difference. Right. But I guess, like, our dietary restrictions, hmm. like, we can't have, like, pig and shellfish. Mm. Um, Any yeah, others? That's like, that's, like, the only thing mm. that I really can think of. There's really not that many, like things that like it I doesn't would... interfere with your life to a large extent i guess probably no right? so what do you believe it or um so i'm reformed jewish mm. which means that like i only believe certain parts i don't believe in essentially the torah which is the first five books right um and i believe in everything after that um, so you don't so... believe in the torah no, I believe oh. in everything after it. That is super fascinating. I had no idea. So, uh, do they talk about dietary restrictions after the, like, the... Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, so there's more books to Jewish, like, culture and stuff like okay. that. Like, we have a big collection of books that we follow. Um, like Christianity only has essentially the Mo Mosaic and mm. the Noatic um, books, right? But we have like tons of other Rabbianic books that we follow, um, like no the Habakkuk, which is our law book, which has all of the six hundred thirteen laws that we f have to follow. Mm. And um, you do follow all six hundred thirteen, or yes. What are some of the stranger or more difficult to meet laws, do you think? Because I, I feel like there are some where you can't wear cotton and linen. Is that right? Yes. Do you follow that one? Yes. Mm. What do you like? Isn't that like polyester or something? I don't remember. Um, I think so. So you don't, you just, I'm sorry, I just knocked my microphone. So you usually just wear like cotton shirts and stuff, I guess? Yeah, most of the time. Are there any um, other laws that, like, any of this, the other 613 that kind of stick out to you? I think you can't put, like, two seeds in the same hole, right? Um, I believe that's one of them. Maybe I'm wrong. I think so, but I don't know all of the laws, like, by heart. Right. Um, well, that's pretty fascinating stuff. I wonder, yeah. like, how your mom ended up getting into that whole thing. Like, what, I guess she um, was born into it, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, I come from, like, I'm a genealogist, so I track my family. And my family goes, like, all the way back to Adam and Eve. Mm. Um, I don't believe it, but, like, it, we have, like, documented proof. So, like, I'm from the tribe of Levi and everything mm. like that. So like, from the tribe of Levi, that's cool. I think the Levites handled the money. They were like the treasurers, right? Yep. That's All awesome. Okay, let me ask you this then, since you know like a good bit about all of that. I, From my understanding, ancient Israel was kind of run by 
uh, the twelve tri. It was like the twelve sons of of um, Joseph. Yeah. Wait, okay. Yeah. Of Joseph, right? And each uh, each son had its own family, and they each handled a different thing, right? So the Levites handled mm-hmm. the, the money and things. What were the others, and what did they do? Do you remember off the top of your head? Um, no, but there's like the tribe of Dan. There's tons of. They're all Joseph's siblings. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I got that wrong. What about um, um, what about the tribe of Judah? Was that an actual tribe or no? Yes. It was, okay. Um, yeah. I feel I'm, like I'm, Jehovah's Witnesses talk about the tribe of Judah because in the book of like Revelation, I feel like it's chapter 7, Jehovah's Witnesses use this uh, it it says 144,000 people, 12,000 from the tribe of Levi, 12,000 from the tribe of blah, 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 blah. And at the very yeah. end, they list the 12,000 from the tribe of Judah. And Jehovah's Witnesses' reasoning for saying that that's a literal number was something about the tribe of Judah. or I don't remember what their justification was. It was something um, about the tribe of Judah, though. Judah, they're the warriors. Okay. That's super fascinating. Like, the history behind all of this is super interesting to me. I don't mm-hmm. know. I would like to go through, like, a YouTube video just detailing the history of, uh, like, not just Christianity, but Judaism. It sounds like a really interesting that, video. It's super complicated. Oh, it is. I know. And that's why I haven't tackled it. Um, It's also the reason why I haven't tackled, like... This is why I haven't done another video on, for example, uh, Wicca, because it's <laughs> so hard to research, you know? There's so much to it. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot about, like, what you would consider denominations of Judaism, mm. and there's, like, four main ones, um, Orthodox, Conservative, Reformed, and Reconstructionist, but, like, there's so many others than that. Yeah. Like it gets insane how quickly like there turns into thousands of different denominations within like a group of like only less than a million. Yeah. It's so crazy, man. Are there only less than a million? I don't remember. Mm. I know we're small. Yeah. That's so crazy though. It's such a fascinating history either way. But anyway, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. It's been a super interesting conversation. Uh, but maybe I'll get to talk to you again uh, sometime around the server, okay? Yep. All right. We'll talk to you next time. That is a genuinely interesting history. Like, I really like to hear about the history of Christianity and the history of Judaism and even Islam. All of these things are really, really crazy to hear about. Um, that's part of my motivation for, like, some of the videos that I do is, like, I'm just super interested in the religions, in some religion. Like, that's why I did my original Heaven's Gate videos, because I watched, like, a billion documentaries on them, just back-to-back, because I was just so fascinated in them and their reasons for doing it and everything. So I ended up kind of detailing a step-by-step timeline of what happened and why it happened and when it happened and everything. And then I put it in video form. So I kind of, that format really fit well with my channel, I felt. And that's the first cult expose that I ever did was my first Heavenscape video. 
But that's why I really like doing that kind of thing. I've now I've done it on all kinds of religions, twelve tribes, cult, and and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Appreciate you guys coming on and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you guys next week.